Hi, and welcome to Humans Behind the Ads, a podcast of real stories about people who work in the advertising industry and what it's really like behind the scenes. Sponsored by Small Army. I'm your host, Paul Dome, head of content production at Small Army here in Boston. And I'm here with Arm, who's an art director, also at Small Army. Arm, welcome to the show. Hi, excited to be here. <laughs> great, great. Um, so we have uh, a lot of great stuff to talk about. And we have an unusual episode today because in front of me are five cups of different types of tea. Is that correct? That is correct. <laughs> Good. Um, wonder what will happen to them. Uh, we wonder. And those that are listening are probably, they can't wait to figure out what are they going to talk about. Um, first, can you tell us a little bit about yourself and what you do at Small Army um, for those that might not know what an art director is all about? Right. Yeah. So I'm an, a designer, art director. Uh, I've been here at Small Me for seven years. Seven I, years? Yes. Yeah, great. <laughs> um, and my job is to come here and make things uh, look good visually and conceptually mm. and um, work with you know everyone and making sure clients get what they want. Yeah, yeah, I like that. You, you're, you're in the department of making things look good. Yes, that's, uh, I like that. I will put that in on my LinkedIn. The, direct, the, the director of making things look good. I like that. Um, yep. That's <laughs> <laughs> that works? Yes, that's yep. good. <laughs> mm-hmm. And you do um, most of your work using what programs? Just curious. Um, well, uh, on the... Um, Conceptual stage, we'll be, you know, we'll sketch things and then, you know, work with copywriters and um, uh, account team and creative director just to get idea across. And then once that's um, in a good place, then we'll go yeah. into the uh, computer program like uh, the Adobe Creative Suite and then just get things uh, uh, at a level that to be presented to the client. Yeah. So you do a lot of, would you say you are a drawer? Or illustrator? I do like to draw a lot. Um, I, in addition to graphic design, I also uh, illustrate and cool. you know, make quirky, funny little pictures. Yes, I think we have some of your artwork on the walls of Small Army, right? Yes, it is. Down on in our bunker, right? One wall on, one wall. Uh, yes, in the bunker. Yeah. Uh, it's green and it's the entire wall. It's a huge mural. Yes, you can miss Every it. day people walk in and say, that is arms work. Yes. Yeah. And then um, they see me. Yeah. <laughs> and then they see you. Yeah. Um, were you always a? Did you always draw like as a kid? Yes. Did you always have sort of did, when you were a child. Were you artistic? I do like to draw. I think um, I was artistic. I think um, we can confidently say you probably yes. were. Right. You're working in a creative ad agency. Yeah. You have art in your title. But I feel like most um, uh, people who likes art like. We're never really sure how good they are, mm. you know. It's like, but I think over the years, like, you kind of, I kind of um, gain confidence and like improve myself, and then uh, now I, you know, to the level where it's like, oh, I can do this for a living. Yeah. For those that don't know, you uh, grew up in Thailand, right? Yes, in- I grew up in Bangkok, Thailand, and I moved here uh, to Boston for uh, college. And for college. Then, yes. So your entire childhood was. Uh, in Bangkok, and you still have family there, right? You visit I, all my family's there. Frequently, um, I visit every year, um, usually like in the fall or winter, right. and then yeah. I come back with all Thai snacks. And people are like, "What are these things?" Yeah, I love it. I love the Thai snacks. Yes. <laughs> yeah. Is there something about um, Thai culture, or maybe even just Asian culture, that 
has informed wanting to be a designer or graphic designer? Uh, visually, things in uh, Thailand is a little bit more chaotic. There's a lot going on. There's a lot of color. There's a lot of stuff. Hmm. And I think um, being uh, educated uh, with in terms of graphic design in here, um, I learned to, to be more like structure and like simplify things, toning things down, and then making things more appealing. Hmm. So things in in Thailand, the design is uh, maybe a little bit, you say, more, a little more chaotic, a little sort of disjointed? Right, yeah, which hmm. is like its own style. Okay, um, that's the and th- I like Thai that style? Too, but like, you know, yes, and depends on the clients. Like, you might want to do that kind of things, but um, like for our clients, where it's more corporate and like, you know, uh, consumer or business to business, yeah, we want something that's a little more modern and clean. Yeah, right. Right. Um, I feel like we have these five glasses of tea that are probably getting a little cool. We should probably yes. try them, continue the conversation as we go. So Yes. So a uh, little background, so, I guess. That yeah, let's I... do a little background. <laughs> I think we need to understand maybe just let's sample the first one. And as I'm trying the tea, you can tell me a little about why do you like tea? What, you know, why are we doing this? Yeah. So like at the office, I'm known as the, the guy that drinks tea because like at the office, everyone's known for that one thing. Yeah, everybody, it's like that guy or yes. that gal or that person is like, the, this per. you know. Like this. Paul, like you're, you know, you do improv. I, I'm the improv guy, exactly. So you're the improv, improv guy and I'm the guy that have a huge collection of tea because who doesn't want that? <laughs> who doesn't want <laughs> it? And you keep this tea in a giant pill box, right? Or No, it's a it's Lego a mili- box. It's a Lego box. It's shaped oh, like right. Lego, like the brick. And you yep. get that like you can get that online, and it's <laughs> it's it's huge and it's cool. And if you like playing Lego when you were a kid, if um, you like playing Legos and you like tea, this is the perfect thing for you. Yeah, I mean, we're not trying to promote Lego containers here. If they were a sponsor, for example, this would be a great plug. But they're pretty awesome. But that's but... not what we're doing here. We're, we're talking about tea. So why don't we get started with one of them, and then we'll kind of hear a little bit more about what is interesting about tea and why you like it. Yes. Um, so Where I do you want to start? took all the bags out because I didn't want it to steep for too long. And now we're not and now sure. I don't know which one is which. <laughs> I can kind of tell some of them. But do you want to smell them? Do you need to taste them first? I'm just going to yeah, grab one and give it to you. Okay. And then. Do you, do you have a sense of what this is? I don't know what that is. It smells minty. Why don't you do a little. You can taste it. Yeah, that's the sound of drinking. Tea. <laughs> did you hear that? Yeah. Did folk, did everybody hear that on? Uh, listeners? Um, yes, I know what that is. Okay, and you have some packaging behind you, That's right? behind me. Yeah. So I'm trying this, and what, what kind is this? Uh, uh, what? This is uh, minty. Mint. But it's a, um, a combination of peppermint, spearmint, and tarragon. Hmm. I don't know what the last one is. Tarragon? Yes. Yeah. Uh, it's another spice. Okay. Yeah, I think it's... Well, it doesn't belong there because it's not mint. (laughs) (laughs) Um, But it's there and... Yeah, so... All right. Yeah, I'm tasting... I'm tasting different kinds of mint. It's not a dense mint, though, and maybe the tarragon makes it a little more robust. Right. Um, You're looking at the little teabag packaging. So this... The irony is not lost that you're a graphic designer... 
and you like tea, which is largely promoted through yeah, its packaging. The I mean, packet like, is green, which makes sense because it's um, tea and it's mint, and yeah. mint is usually green. It's amazing they did Unless that, it's isn't dry, it? then it's brown. Yeah. Um, but, but yeah, mints are good. Mm-hmm. If you don't want caffeine, it's always good to go with herbal yeah. tea. Now, like is herbal tea. and act- people ask, Can I have, what kind of tea do you have? And they say, uh, we have herbal tea. Is that... That's True? not, yeah, uh, tea professors would say th- these are not tea, but they're not here. So yeah, the tea, pro- the tea professors or the tea police? Yes, the tea police, the tea professor, the uh, tea committee, Yeah. Um, you know, from the higher up. Yeah. They're very strict. Uh, let's get into the second one here. What is this? The second one. Do you need to t- you sample this? looks black. It, could it looks a little be, bit darker. It could be black tea. It could be black tea. I love that you don't have the tea bags in it, so we're... This right. is a... I know what this is. Okay, he knows what it is. Um, while I try this, I'm curious, when did you first start drinking tea? Um, I mm. started... I used to not like tea. Ooh, this is good. Right? Yeah. I used to not like tea. Um, I used to like like sweet tea beverages, like something you get at like the grocery store or like um, like bubble tea. Yeah. But then, um, I don't know, one day I just got into like straight tea. I was like, this is kind of better. Yeah. And I don't drink coffee because it's, it makes my heart beat fast. Yeah. So I was I don't like that. Yeah, that doesn't sound like a good thing. So I, but I do need caffeine because to work. Yeah, you, you gotta stay awake. Yeah, people, nobody can work without caffeine. So tea is a good um, uh, supply mm-hmm. of that. Mm-hmm. This, do you know what this one is? Uh, no, it smells like chai. Is it chai tea? You are correct. Yes. Look at that. Excellent. So chai tea is a mix of black tea and spices. Hmm. A mix of black tea and spices. Usually it will be, uh, you consume it with milk. Yes, I, usually I understand it. It tends to be a little thicker, right? There's usually Right, but I don't, I don't like milk with my tea. So I don't either. No. I'm glad you didn't put milk in here. Um, now let's look at the packaging on that one. Let's, oh. let's use your, your design brain here. Oh, it's kind of... When you look at packaging, like, how do you decide which kind of tea to try? Because it's not like people are promoting tea. There aren't any commercials, really, for tea. So much of it is the packaging and the graphic design. And I think either intentionally or unintentionally, it's interesting that you like a product mm-hmm. that is relies so much on its packaging and brand sort of logo and identity to promote itself. Right. So it's, let's talk about what we have here. What yeah. t- this tea is Allegro, is that right? Yes, so... Uh... You brought up a good point because, um, like, 70% of consumers' decisions is made at the point of purchase. 70% yes, of consumers' decisions decisions uh, are made the internet. Um, yeah, according to the internet. And uh, so this, so yes, it's good, a good thing to have a good, well-designed packaging. This one is Indian chai, and it has this color. It's kind of like maroon. Mm-hmm. Would you say this is maroon? Yeah. Like a brownish maroon, I'm assuming, because, like, you would associate that color with India? Maybe, I've right? I've never been to India, I no. think. But the color definitely stands out. Yes. And... Is there any sort of logo? What about the typeface? I mean, let's... We can geek out a little bit here. Um, they kept the typeface pretty simple. Like, they could have gone, like, full-blown India. Which India. would have been what? For people that for people that don't really know fonts know, like, and typeface, uh, what does that look like? like? Sari, sari is it like a sari okay. pattern or um, an elephant? 
so some icon- jumping. Yeah, some some visuals of the culture. Right. Right. An elephant. Um, would the would the typeface be different? Like right now, this is very block letters. It's a sans serif, right? Well, I think this is because they have a lot of other um, type of T, so mm-hmm. they keep everything uh, consistent and just uh, use color as the differentiator. Yeah. There's not much design on it. It's interesting that in the U.S., I'm curious if you know this, you've heard this, but in the U.S., as we learn about world history and we learn about exploring the world, um, so much of the world's exploration is based on finding spices and tea. Like, as if that's such a, a critical component of civilization that we need to go to the far ends of the earth to make sure we can get these exotic flavors. Yeah, well, people like new things, you know, you're... Um, like people from back then and you're just having the same thing every day. Like, yeah. Like, this is boring. This is boring. I need something new. Let's get on a boat and try to find some tea. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> like, imagine, I don't know, hundreds of years ago, you're just drinking milk and then, oh. oh, what is this? Like, leafy water. Tastes so good. Yeah. I want more leafy water. Yeah. Speaking of which, let's get on to the third one here. Uh, the third this one? Is, okay, you're going to sample that. It's too, yeah. What is this one? We're not sure. All right, let me try this. Oh, I know what this one is. Oh, this is interesting. Is this a, this feels like a, smells like a black tea. But it's not. But it's not. Hmm. For those listening, this is so exciting. Yes. (laughs) Words can't put really describe the intensity and emotion that are going through the room right now as I'm trying to If only this is a video. If only this were a video. Unfortunately, folks, it's a podcast. It's the best we can do. You're just going to have to, you know, use your mind's eye to imagine all the great things that are happening right now as I try to guess what kind of tea this is. Is it a black tea? This is not a black tea. This is green tea. Green but, tea? I was I was way off. But it's gunpowder green. That's what I smelled. It smelled a little... Gunpowdery? Smoky. Uh, yes. So gunpowder green is green gunpowder tea. Gunpowder green it's tea? It's green tea that's been rolled up into these little balls. So it has more... I don't know what it has more, but it tastes more um, smoky and like kind of bolder. It does? Yeah, I, I noticed that. Yeah. Um, so it's cool. It's do like, they brew it in like bullets? I mean, are they cooking it with guns? Where? How, why are we calling it gunpowder? Um, I think just because gunpowder is like shaped, like have like these small balls uh, shaped. Yeah. That's again. That's what the internet told me. Yeah. Um, so I think that's why. But it's cool. I like the smokiness of it. But it's yeah. also green, which has more. I think antioxidant than black. Yes, and this is probably a a gross overgeneralization, but I think of green tea as a very calming tea, as a relaxing, uh, healthy tea. Not like chamomile, which is like I think very mm-hmm. much a calming tea, but I think of green tea as having very medicinal properties. So there's this like very healthy fr- part of it, and then it's gunpowder, which is like <laughs> violent, <laughs> violent. So yeah, not it's the very yin politically correct. Yeah, um, it's the yin and the yang. This tea does it all. Yeah, so if you want green tea but you want something a little bolder, just Try go this. for this one. And, and let's you, about, you look at the packaging. Yeah, it's what's, green, but it's darker green because it's gunpowder. Because it's gunpowder. Yes. And we, this one is different because it has some other some visuals on it, right? It has the, the actual leaf 
and it's roll up into uh, little balls, which is good because then like people are like, oh, that's cool. Yeah. So how much does the packaging impact you when you're buying it? Um, is it more like I just want to try a different flavor and I'll just choose something? I mean, ultimately you're choosing something over another, and price comes into it. Mm-hmm. But how much does the design catch your eye? Like, oh, that's a cool design. I'll try that. Well, tea, you know, tea's not a very expensive thing, right? Well, I mean, uh, if I see two products that's the same and it, they cost the same, uh, they give you the same amount of tea, and one is nicer design than the other, I'm just, I'm definitely gonna go with the one that's nicer. Yeah, has a nicer packaging. And can you talk about what you see here from a an aesthetic and art standpoint? What do you notice that they're doing to kind of communicate the type of product? Um, well, the name of the company has these has this um, almost papyrus-like font, mm. but it's not. Yeah. Um, I'm assuming to communicate that it's from like somewhere like far static. away. Yeah. yeah right. Um, but the Indian chai that we talk about. Um, didn't do that. So maybe uh, the gunpowder one is just, you know, trying to get into more of like, oh, you're getting like like a little bit rare or um, yeah. something different, something uh, a little bit authentic hmm. as opposed to the other one. Yeah. Cool. All right. Let's see. What's our, what's our next one here? Next this one. One's a little, this one's a lot darker. Maybe this is... This one's another common tea. I wonder if this is... This looks like... I'm not going to say it too soon. This smells... I'm, I'm smelling a little citrus. Is this either Earl Grey or um, some sort of black tea? Uh, that is Earl Grey. Earl Grey, correct. Yes. So the Earl Grey... Do I win anything <laughs> you, in this? In you this? win a uh, supply of uh, tea. Of my choice, do I get to go into your Lego thing? And yeah, you win a one-day supply of tea. This is great. Of your choice, um, limited to <laughs> uh, twenty bag per person. Um, <laughs> All right, great. Uh, but so black tea, uh, so Earl Grey tea is black tea mixed with um, like bergamot flavor mm-hmm. or oil, and this one in particular has a little bit of. Um, lemon flavor which mm. is why you're tasting the both. citrus yeah yeah and this is from is this from the same uh company the packaging looks very similar they're from the same company because yeah. they're both on sale when i bought them excellent um again sort of a matte solid color yes and then just simple typeface the color on this one is more brown who knows why um yeah I don't it's know. unclear you would think it'll be gray you would think so gray but it's not maybe they're thinking oh too obvious. Everybody goes for gray when we're promoting Earl Grey tea in the same way that everybody promotes green when they're doing green tea, so they're trying to shake it up. They expect it. Yep. Yeah, they want their consumers to be stopped at the aisle and say, oh, I gotta have that. Yeah, but, so I especially like Earl Grey with um, pastry. Oh, now we're getting into food pairing. <laughs> um, this is a whole different level, Arn. This is a whole different level. Yeah, All right. It's a different podcast. Yeah, let's go to the last one here. Last, I know what that one is. Oh, Okay. This looks lighter. Is this a chamomile? This is a chamomile. Yes, three. I got three out of five. Yeah, correct. Right. Um, that's great. Mm-hmm. That's most mm-hmm. more than most Americans. Thank you, thank you. 
Do you think I'm... How close am I to getting into one of these tea clubs? Um, Probably not that close. Very close. No, okay. Closer than you think. Do you think they have a taste test like this? Where they blindfold you and you have to try different teas and they have to say, well... I think there's a lot of hazing involved. There's probably a um, lot. We probably can't talk about all yes, that. Yes, it's actually illegal. Yeah. So, <laughs> um, but so chamomile um, has a, that floral yes. um, uh, taste mm-hmm. because mm-hmm. it's literally flower. That's why it's floral. Right? Yeah. That makes a lot of sense. Yes. Then. <laughs> yeah. It's made from flowers, so it tastes like flowers. Yeah, but it's it, amazing yeah. how that works. Yeah, it's not like when you get wine, it's like, oh, it has floral notes. So like, but there's no flower in it. Yeah, but there's no flower. So that's like all. It's a made up. Made word. up. Yeah. But this uh, chamomile tea is definitely floral. Yeah. Well, this is great. So, what's interesting um, about this is to hear sort of your passion about tea, to hear about kind of your sort of aesthetic and what, you know, why you like the different types of tea, what's important to you. Um, I want to talk a little bit about advertising or right. design um, and a little bit of like your process for creating, you know, when you are given a graphic design process, project like creating a new logo or an identity for a brand, where do you start? How do, how do you... You know, how to take us through a little bit of what your days are like, because I would imagine most people don't know what goes into creating a new logo. Okay, so um, uh, for logo projects, um, I think the first thing to get familiar with uh, the brand, the company, what yep. they do, yep. what their uh, customers are, their history, um, and then you know what what they want, who they want to be what the competitors in the areas are, um, and all that stuff. Kind of the background. Right. Yeah. And then we look at their specific um, request. Their meaning the client? Yes. Like, what is this project asking for? Right. Or, like, do we want an icon, or do we want just type? Yeah. Um, That kind of thing. People are making logos every day, so you don't want things to get lost, you know? Yeah. And also, you have, uh, especially at Smarmy, you have to consider uh, the moral. Yeah. Like, what's their moral? So it's not just what they sell, it's why they sell it. Um, the moral, for those that don't know, is sort of that the core belief that the brand believes um, that the audience also shares. So it's kind right. of this, like, driving mindset. Yeah, and then sometimes that's, like, more important than what they actually do, like, the reason they do it, especially when for um, nonprofit. So how do... How do you get from a phrase like the moral or, you know, a, a mindset, a key takeaway, let's say, um, to a color and a shape? Like, I don't have that brain as <laughs> um, I can pretend I do, but I don't know. <laughs> you know, I get I can make some, you know, correlations like, oh, when we looked at the tea bags, they probably want this typeface to look exotic. But like, how do you know what? font is going to work or how do you know what color is going to map to a brand that seems like an amazing skill well it's definitely uh um more art than science yeah like that making that connection it's also a quantity uh thing where you're trying to produce as much as possible and then see which one works and yeah focus on focusing on the one that works and then make them more polished i remember you when we were talking earlier you mentioned something about 
how graphic design is also about first impressions. Right. And, and it's almost like the face of the brand. Like it's the, it's the first entry into kind of a brand's personality. Right. Can you talk a little bit about that? I thought that was a really neat perspective. Right. Well, just for example, like people remember, I think, what Target logo looks like. Yeah. They don't remember what their store looked like. Right. Well, maybe they do. But it's easier <laughs> to remember to the logo. Yeah. Um, it just, it's a, beside the name, it's a clear, the, the clearest um, visual connection. Yeah. So I want to kind of end our discussion. Uh, if you can kind of summarize or tell me a little bit, like, what is your moral of your story? Uh, what is ARM, uh, what do you believe to be kind of that core truth that kind of helps guide you or um, in some way, shape, or form? Does it, you know? Um, so I be? really believe that execution is everything. Okay. So... It's not just ideas. Like, everyone can have ideas. Like, I have 10 ideas right now. But it's how you execute them that makes it different. Hmm. And, like, for example, if you look at Apple, like, everyone can have an idea of making smartphones. But it's how they execute their um, products that make people want to get them. I love that. Yeah. And I think that applies to the work at Smarmy that we do, too. Like, a lot of agencies are offering ideas. But we're, you know, we do that, but we also, we always make sure that uh, what gets to the consumers are executed perfectly. I love that perspective. That's great. Well, thank you. Yeah. Just the idea that anybody can, you know, anybody can have ideas, and that's not to cheapen that statement. No, yeah. Because <clears throat> ideas Absolutely. are powerful, but it will only always be an idea if it's kept in that phase. Right. Like, everyone can have an idea to make a podcast. But, Paul, you made it happen. But I'm doing it. Thank you. You're executing it. I'm uh, executing it. Very well. Thank you. Thank you. Um, So execution is everything. Is that what you said? Yeah. Yes. Uh, uh, This already exists. (laughs) I did not come up (laughs) with this. It's okay. Yeah. It's all right. You're allowed to do that. (laughs) Well, Arm, I want to thank you for taking your time uh, or taking time today to kind of uh, chat with me and You're share welcome. a little bit of your story. Share all these different types of teas. Yeah, I, I wouldn't say no to uh, spending time drinking tea. I know this is wonderful. I feel like I'm going to go out and buy some new tea uh, this weekend and just try some new flavors. Right? Yeah. Try uh, the ceremonial matcha. Yeah, exactly. Uh, so thanks so much. Uh, this has been Humans Behind the Ads, and look forward to our next conversation. Thank thanks. you. Humans Behind the Ads is sponsored and produced by Small Army. Check us out on Twitter at Humans Behind the Ads. Remember, we're all human. See you next time.